You asked, we answered. Many of you have asked that each show on the Man of God Network be transitioned to its own RSS feed on iTunes or the podcast app that you use. We've heard your request. Each show on the Man of God Network is now available on its own unique RSS feed. This makes it easier to search for previous episodes, yet all of our shows are still connected on one channel. You can find this by searching the Man of God by CBT Seminary channel on iTunes. If you've enjoyed our content, please consider subscribing to each show on the Man of God Network channel as we move content over. And thanks for listening to the Man of God Network brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I am your host, Sam Waldron, pastor of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. In this talk, we continue our consideration of chapter 10 of the Confession and the crucial subject of effectual calling. We spoke last time of the factuality of effectual calling. There is a call different from the general gospel call, which actually brings men to salvation in Jesus Christ. Now consider the individuality of effectual calling. I mean to say that it comes to specific individuals, and it's not just a divine group hug. Effectual calling, that is to say, is specific, personal, and individual, not merely corporate. John 10.3 speaks of it. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. An important passage on this personal and individual character of effectual calling is 1 Corinthians 7, 18-24. It speaks of how many different and individual circumstances may characterize the specific persons who are called. Was any man called when he was already circumcised? He is not to become uncircumcised. Has anyone been called in uncircumcision? He is not to be circumcised. Each man must remain in that condition in which he was called. Were you called while a slave? For he who was called in the Lord while a slave is the Lord's freedman. Likewise, he who was called while free is Christ's slave. Brethren, each one is to remain with God in the condition in which he was called. It is a wonderful truth that God calls us and knows us by name. He loves us individually and personally and so embraces us uh, specifically in Christ. But having considered the factuality and individuality of effectual calling, notice thirdly its priority. This call is prior to any human response. It does come in response to a human response it is prior to any human response. Rather, it creates the human response. It is thus prevenient, not in the watered-down Wesleyan sense in which prevenient is sometimes used, but in the full meaning of the word. It precedes and creates the human response for which it calls. Typical texts are these, 2 Thessalonians 2, 13 and 14. God has chosen you from the beginning, for salvation, through sanctification by the Spirit and faith in the truth. And then Paul says, it was for this he called you through our gospel. 
We are called to faith in the truth. Therefore, we are called before faith in the truth characterizes us. Romans 8, 29 and 30 is also clear. These whom he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, he also glorified. This calling precedes the justification, which is by faith. Or consider 1 Corinthians 1, 9. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with his Son. If we are called to union with Christ, then that calling precedes union with Christ and the faith which unites us to Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 30. For consider your calling. There were not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, but God has chosen the foolish, weak, base, despised, the things that are not, by his doing you are in Christ. You see, effectual calling is that act of God which places us in Christ, and thus it precedes union with Christ and the faith that unites us to Christ. It is a glorious reality. The call precedes and gives us faith, union with Christ, and justification. But we wear a false conclusion from this priority. Though effectual calling is logically and causally prior to faith, it is not temporally or chronologically prior to faith. Rather, it immediately creates faith in that person to whom it comes. It does not precede faith, in other words, in time. Listen to John Murray's excellent statement on this. The salvation with which Paul is going to deal in this epistle has no reality apart from faith. The priority of effectual calling and of regeneration should not be allowed to prejudice this truth, either in our thinking or in the preaching of the gospel. It is true that regeneration is causally prior to faith, but it is only causally prior. Hence, the salvation which is of the gospel is never ours apart from faith. And Murray goes on to say, the person who is merely regenerate is not saved. The simple reason being that there is no such person. The saved person is also called, justified, and adopted. End quote. 